doesn't matter. I want all my picks back, and I want David goddamn Putney just because I feel like it. You're out of your mind. Yeah, I am, man. I proved that already. You make this deal right now, Tom, and you get Bo Callahan. Say it with me. You get Bo. You do your job. That's what's the problem right here. This is Foxborough Fanatics, the Emerton Merritt era. Um, we're back again. Uh, my name is Reese Merritt, one of your hosts, and the other host is right across from me. It's Mr. Nate Emerton right over there. What's up? Uh, we were just coming back from a unfortunate 20-17 to 17 loss against the Commanders that pushes New England down to 2-7, um, and seven, farther down um, as they are in fourth place in the AFC East. Um, you know, it was a closer game that we had. There were struggles across the board. It seemed like there's some momentum shifts in there. Um, but it was, th- this one definitely hurt because it felt like, as we talked about last time, that maybe this would be a streak where we get some wins in and we start to pick it up, get closer to getting to 500, being, you know, even, even out our record a little bit, but clearly that didn't happen. Yeah. This weekend. Yeah, this one was hard because the loss to me shows that we can't we're we can't win. Mm-hmm. We're not a good team. This year is not the year. And now it's like while watching what's gonna go on in the future, the more we win this year, the worse it's probably gonna be for us. Like we, we shouldn't tank, but we should totally tank. Um <laughs> and work on something new because this year it's not the year and if there's only one way to make like a complete 360 or 180, whatever it is, like we have to just get someone new. Yeah, I think we saw that the team is like fundamentally sound. They have solid players who are able to do their job for the most part. I say that lightly, but you're seeing the lack of star players on defense. You know, ha- not having Judon there and not having Christian Gonzalez there is a big loss. You know, we're seeing the effects of that because big plays are being given up and these other guys who are maybe just solid, straight solid, are trying to make these plays and they can't. Yeah, it's – yeah, our defense isn't there and a lot of that is the injury. But what's not that hurt is the offense and we're not good. (laughs) Like, like I – back in the Newton versus Mac days, I was big into Newton – and then Mac got the job, and then I was like, Ooh, whatever, I'm <laughs> full-on Mac now. And I've been supporting him, and I've been like, he's good because he is a good player. But quite frankly, now it, it just shows that he cannot win games. And I don't mean that And like, yeah, I'm sure if he got thrown onto an all-star team versus a normal NFL team, I'm sure he can win some games. But with this New England Patriots team, like, he, he's not the guy. He's not the guy. Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's hard all around the board. Now that Kendrick Bourne is out for the season, um, we saw the effects of that. And um, for the game against the Commanders, Devontae Parker was out too. So we were really relying on Demario Douglas, who had, like, a really good game. Like, yeah. like he clearly showed that he's going to be our number one, mm-hmm. as sad as that <laughs> kind of is, because we don't have the depth for that. Um, we saw that with Jalen Rager. Um, he had a drop pass from Jones 
Um, it was a really beautiful deep ball, but don't have the talent to catch the ball. Um, so really the offense is struggling. They really don't have anything going for them. Um, the only thing that they did have was there's a play um, where Ramondre Stevens had a 64-yard touchdown. Broke through a hole that David Andrews and City So created. It was like a, a cross-dog blitz where um, the left middle linebacker crossed to the right, right middle long linebacker to the left. So they crossed each other, hence the name. Yeah. And that allowed for a nice hole and... Stevenson took it all the way, you know, and you know at this point we kind of have to hope that we're going to get more of those because that th- at this point this is the only way we're going to win. Yeah, which is horrible to say. We should not <laughs> be relying on sixty-four yard rushes to win a game. It, it's the you know when injuries come back, looking at next year when the people are back and we have a full on healthy team, we're no longer like. We no longer have the argument of, oh, we will be a really good team. It's now the argument of when we have a healthy team, we'll be an average team because yeah. we're bad. Right. Like this is the first time it's really clear to me that we are bad. And when we get back to our healthy selves, we need that one piece that will make us good and above average, not back to just average. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't see that in Mac. I don't see that in – in anyone out there, I just I, I don't know what it is, and it's not receivers because, yeah, we have some receiver depth, and we never besides you know Randy Moss and Gronk, like Edelman's a small guy that we made good, yeah, uh, like we should be able to do damage with this receiving core we have, but I, I th- there's something in there that's just not making us score. Yeah, I I think you know even so this wide receiver squad is not where it should be. I mean, hoping that Parker comes back, yes, that'll improve. But to have DeMario Douglas, a rookie, as your number one, and then to be playing Jalen Rager, who was, like, coming up from the practice squad, you know, that that's hard to deal with, even for an elite quarterback. And Mac's not elite. Yeah. You know, we've seen that one play that I re- kind of realized that I was like, hmm, this is – Mac can't – do this well, even with a good team. Um, it was on the first drive. We had a fourth down play. Patriots had a fourth down play. And um, it was totally doable. I know if Tyquan Fortin went out, like up towards the sideline, left, and had very good separation um, yeah. between the defender, and Mac simply missed them. Yeah. Like it was a very over thrown ball I say overthrown but it was like well beyond him and that 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 should be made there's no there's no excuse and we've this is kind of like a reoccurring story like yeah. we continue to talk about Mac being like well you kind of do it you know there's times when he's not awful it's like he's just kind of like average he's like like it's <laughs> it's yeah. like it's you know there's there's good times and there's bad times you know there's not a whole lot of ugly there's not a whole lot of greatness but you're <laughs> just kind of like eh, I don't know this is all right yeah but to me that just means he's bad because we growing up Patriots fans have had the goat to watch of all time right so this is the first time besides that Newton year who cares about that that was COVID that was fake. Um, <laughs> This is the first time we actually see a different quarterback that we don't know about 
be our starting quarterback. Like teams have been doing this for the last twenty years. Oh, yeah. So Forever. for us to see Mac as our starting QB, we're we're trying to give him every piece of credit we can. At the end of the day, we might just have to admit to ourselves that he's bad. He won't do it. We need someone else. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. We need someone else, and we're we're gonna have to ride him out the rest of the year. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Stay maybe. Because <laughs> there really isn't a good option. I feel like at this point we're looking, you know, towards week ten. I wouldn't be going out for a new quarterback at this point. Yeah. You know, and I know there are rumors out there that if the Patriots lose in Germany against the Colts, that there could be a situation where Bill Belichick gets fired. I don't necessarily, I don't, I don't, I, I don't really that. believe it because I feel like that would be a really harsh move yeah. within the season, and that's not something you can back up and be like, "All right, we made a mistake, let's bring him back." That's not how that works. Yeah, and so I think that would be too soon of a reaction for that, and. Um, I think we're just going to have to ride out the season, try to improve as best as possible, and then get to the offseason and be like, all right, yeah, we need to rebuild and reconstruct that. And I think that feeling is already existing within the organization. And also, it's not Bill. It's not Bill. It's like, when do you see like guys wide open? Like, yeah, it happens because it happens. But most of the time that we get beat on defense, it's because we get outplayed. Yeah, One of their receivers just outrun our defense defenders and he catches the ball bringing back to that fact that yeah. we don't have the star players right there exactly or it's it's oh well he got out of the pocket and had time it's because we're not getting there in time yeah. like belichick can't go out there and do it himself i don't really think it's belichick if anything it's bill o'brien because it's our offense still i know belichick's not a big offensive um coach mm-hmm and he's more defense, I, I really don't hate our defense for how yeah. young and how just backup after backup it really is, like it truly is, it's not doing that bad. Yeah. <laughs> like it's really not. It's it's getting these long-lasting drives that when we do have Judon and we do have Gonzalez and we do have Marcus Jones, we will get those third and 15s our way. We will get those third and threes, the four and twos. It's just like when we have this young – backup defense out there they can only do so much they can do 95 percent of the job but it's the five percent that kills us and that yeah. f- when the stars come back when the starters come back that's where the five percent is going to pick up yeah um yeah i feel like we've had a lot of tackling issues like you know ones that are or unorthodox that players really shouldn't be having and i think it, i think it has a real effect when you don't have those star players getting you up yeah. Um, one player that I feel like has stepped up quite a bit is Jelani Tavai because um, he had a, um, uh, a fumble. He punched the ball out of right. Ryan Robinson's hands um, on well within Washington territory at the 25-yard line, and then that set up a 14-yard touchdown to Hunter Henry. Total momentum swing, which mm-hmm. got the Patriots back in the game because they were down quite right. a bit. Um, so there are players that are trying to make that push. And then that's something to keep in mind as we continue to move through the season. Like, all right, let's keep these guys. Yeah, exactly. Let's keep these ones. And let's get rid of these ones. And get rid of the ones that aren't necessarily making that push. This is a time where even as fans like mm-hmm. us, that we can look and be like, and understand that 
there are going to be players that we should watch and hope that they're going to stay on the team. Yeah, because exactly. Because they have an opportunity right now to step up. And some are, mm-hmm. and some aren't. Exactly. And that's something to keep in mind of. And it's, you know, that may be something that the coaches think about, too. Who's going to step up? Who wants, who wants to play? Yeah. Who wants to get those extra snaps? Um, it just goes back to the QB. I think that's yeah. our one spot that I feel so hopeless in. Like, with receivers, we do have Bourne. I know he's – I think we have to re-sign him again next year if he comes back. Yeah. Yeah. There's Parker. There's Thornton. We have depth in receivers. We have guys that can do the job. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the QB position. I'm like, I, I don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important position out there. Yeah. I think we've seen for a while now, at least since Tom Brady left, that we've had this lack of like QB and then number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. It's, it, that topic has continued to come up and up and up again. That we don't have the quarterback, we don't have the number one wide receiver. Because all those teams that are the powerhouses in the NFL have that. Right. Think about it. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, even if they have some issues on the yeah. ground. You know, Tua and Tyreek, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, even though he's a tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, in Cincinnati, you have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. You could throw in T. Higgins in there if you want to. Right. You know, they have those players that have this really good um, chemistry together, and the teams that don't have that are the ones that end up failing and end up being poorer in the NFL. So um, that's something we're missing. Yeah, it, it's the biggest part, and you're completely right. We don't have those distinct guys and I don't think we need to go find a distinct receiver first. Like, that's not our first priority because I don't care if we have Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams isn't going to m- give us eight more wins this year. Yeah. But someone like Mahomes would, hypothetically. Obviously, we're not getting either of them. But um, that's kind of what I mean. It's like we have such a gap in the quarterback position that maybe we, we need a QB that can run. I hate running quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. hate them. Okay. No offense to Lamar Jackson out there. Not a fan. But he will never win a Super Bowl. Never. That's a bold statement. And you can mark my words on this. It's because he, 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 it's just too much. Maybe that's a good hot take for some other time. It is. But Maybe we have to give you an opportunity <laughs> to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I just think it's too much. I don't think running quarterbacks can sustain that level of production for so long. Like, they're going to get tired. They're going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, when you're down three – and you have two minutes to march the field as our goat who doesn't run would just march down the field and throw the ball, you can't run. Like, yeah. you have to throw it, and you have to get out of bounds. So it, it's – we have to find, like, that Josh Allen, that Mahomes, that hurts, that perfect balance of I can nuke this ball downfield yep. but also take off if necessary. Right. Right. You know, because Mac doesn't necessarily have that versatility. There, he is very much an in-the-pocket player, um, and at the end of the game, um, I feel like the commentator spoke about this. I also wasn't a very big fan of mm. the commentator, um, Jonathan Vilma. I wasn't, I wasn't completely impressed. I'm, I'm not going to call him <laughs> out, but I'm not going to call him out too much. But it, he just, he was a little biased, right? I know he was a former middle and inside linebacker for the Jets. So I don't I don't know if that had something to play with it, but the whole game had this bad taste in my mouth where, you know, at the end it ended in a Mac Jones interception where 
I blame it a little bit more on Juju. Mm. Um, you know, it, it it was a hard throw, but it was put out in front of Juju, away from the defender covering him. So I I can't go that I can't look back at that play and say that's Max' fault because it's not. Well, because Juju had two hands on that ball. Yes, you know, should have Juju caught that ball on the last offensive play of the game. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Should have Juju caught that ball. Yes, yes. Was it Max' fault? Yes, because my thought, and I was in your same boat, Reese. I was screaming. I was like, Juju, you suck. This, that, and that. But then I took a step back and I looked at it and I listened and was like. Why is Mac throwing that ball there? No. At most, we get right to the field goal range, get a first down, yes, which is huge. Yeah. But then we spike the ball, and we got to work from there. So it's, it, it's not even like that was in the end zone. If that was in the end zone, like, oh, my God, Juju, catch the ball. It, it was just late in the game, and he threw it into a very congested area. Yeah. Like, when it's that close, when each throw and catch is so important, you cannot throw it into congested areas. And if that, that play was done in the first quarter, I'm, like, you know, firing Juju myself. <laughs> but because it's in the fourth, I, I, I don't like the throw. I don't yeah, like the choice. I think it's the difference between a bad read and a bad throw. I think the, right. I think the read was a little bit iffy. Like, okay, maybe, maybe not go for that or it's yeah. such a tight window. Exactly. Um, of course, we're analyzing such a split second of a play. Too, but it was a good throw. It was a good throw for for the situation that it was in. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, some good throws go to the other team. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> but like, it was a good throw. I just, I don't know. Looking back, if I was playing Madden, I'm not throwing that ball. <laughs> like, that's yep. what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. So overall, bad taste in the mouth. Still dealing with this like referee thing where it's like there's some bad calls yeah. bo- on both. Both sides. Both ends. Um, so I think, you know, I keep coming to that same phrase, bad taste. It was just Patriots played poorly. The refs weren't great. So as the NFL as a whole, that wasn't wonderful. Of course, you've heard my opinion on the commentating. That I felt like that was a little biased. I feel like everybody needs to go and do their homework a little bit. And mm-hmm. We'll get back to it. Maybe maybe going to Germany might <laughs> help it out a little bit. Yeah, who knows? I hope so. Um, as we m- move into the next segment, um, Nate's going to have to get on out of here a little bit. Mm. Um, take a little break. But yeah. you'll, be, you'll be back in the preview. Oh, I'll be back. I just got to step out, but I'll be back. Cool, you'll be back. I'll be back. We'll be right back after this. All right, well, Nate is uh, stepping away. Um, I want to give a little shout-out to um, here at Springfield. Our Springfield College Ultimate Frisbee team is having a sale. Um, to support the team, um, they have Rice's Fruit Farm pies on sale for $20. You can um, go order that in the union if you're here at Springfield, um, and they'll get that to you before Thanksgiving. Um, some people really like the Fruit of the Force pie, so go check that out. Um, but as we transition, um, we got another special guest as Nate is away to join me um, on Foxborough Fanatics, and I'm happy to introduce um, Hunter Bernard. He's here with me today. Um, Hunter, it's good to see you. Pleasure. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself um, to everyone listening. Um, so I am a senior here at Springfield. I am in the psychology program, and... 
I am five credits away from graduating. Awesome. Yeah. We love that. Yeah. And I am the captain of the ski and snowboard team. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really fun. There aren't many mountains here in Springfield, are there? You have to go far away. Yeah. So the closest one is actually, um, let me think. There's a few in Massachusetts. There's four. No, three. Three. There's Berkshire East. Berkshire East is the closest. Okay. Yeah, it's within an hour. So that's the one I can name off the top of my head. Oh, Wachusett. Mm-hmm. And there's one more, but I'm blanking. It's over by Boston. But, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Um, well, as some of our listeners know, we're getting into our hot takes segment. And uh, usually we will call in folks who want to tell us their hot take. But today, because we have Hunter in the studio, um, I want to give the floor to you. And let us know what your hot take is. So yeah, let's see what you got. So I am a Saints fan. Yep, as you know. Um, <laughs> as however, I know. Yes, but <laughs> but my hot take is actually about the Vikings. Okay. So I so as we know, Justin Jefferson is one of the best wide receivers we've seen yeah. in many many years. He's hurt right now, mm-hmm. which sucks because I had him in my fantasy football league. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, on IR. It, yeah, it does. But he should be back next week. But my hot take with. Kirk Cousins at the end of his contract. Yeah. I don't think they're going to resign him. Okay. Especially after his injury. Did you see the video? Uh, oh, yes. It snapped. Snap. Snapped. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. So, um obviously they're going to release him. He's at the end of his contract and obviously Justin Jefferson will see Joshua Dobbs, but I think that he's going to leave and I think that he's going to sign with the Ravens. Wow. Yeah. So Sign elsewhere. Uh, just signing elsewhere is pretty big hot take. I yeah, think. and I, in particular, I think he's gonna sign with the Ravens. Okay. Yep. Um, why the Ravens? Why not someone else? Maybe like a team. I guess they are a team that is rising. Yep. Um, it's, I, yeah. Explain. So so yeah so basically, it, in my mind, Justin Jefferson has it comes with a massive price cap. Oh yeah. So that already excludes a lot of teams. You know, teams that we would love to see him at. But we also – so that excludes a lot of teams. Like, you know, like we would love to see him at the, the Chiefs or, yeah. like, the Chargers or the Rams. But the thing is, is a lot of those teams don't need guys. Like, even, like, the Seahawks have their two guys. They have mm-hmm. Lockett and Metcalf. Like, a lot of teams have their guys or they have their guy. But who has the price cap, <laughs> which is a big – point with Jefferson yeah, something and to keep in mind who does and who doesn't have star wide receivers yeah and so <laughs> in my mind that's the Ravens um because Lamar Jackson obviously he's great he's super versatile he has no one to throw to right now no. Odell was a trash decision a hundred percent and besides that like Flowers is a rising star yeah but he's not there yet he needs a mentor and who better than Justin Jefferson mm. who was the last rookie that we were super excited about in the past few years. Yeah, I, you know, when you think about the upcoming offseason, Kirk Cousins not there, you know, assuming that they may not resign him because he's much older now, well within to his 30s. Um, you can definitely imagine that the Vikings are going to do everything they can to keep Justin Jefferson because that's their superstar, not just of the team, but of the league. And, but I could see him being like, actually, I'm out. And, you know, Vikings fans who may be like, ah, you know, then we'll be nowhere. You know, what are we going to do? I think the Vikings still have hope without Justin Jefferson. You bring in someone new, a new quarterback, maybe a rookie, 
maybe Joshua Dobbs, you know, proves the day and proves us all that actually he can start for a team. I don't know yet. Right now, I can't say I can say that. Yeah. But it's something to think about. And I do like Dobbs a little bit because he's got that NASA background. He did like a externship with the Kennedy Center. Did you really? Yeah. So That's like wild. versatile guy. Got yeah, a lot, definitely. Got a lot of talents. Well, I think he's proven this year that he has what it takes. Like yeah. The, to take the Cardinals. Right. The Cardinals, That's especially crazy. James Conner, was out week four. <laughs> Week four, so they haven't had their star running back, and they've been left with very little offensively. And so he had to do what he could, and he did a lot. And they, when they beat the Cowboys, that was huge. Yeah. That was huge. And he really made a statement with that. And then for them to go and trade him like that, like, I understand Kyler Murray's supposed to come back this week, and that's the only reason it makes sense. But to trade such an uncomer, I think it was a great move by the Vikings, especially with Kirk Cousins, because like I couldn't really think of anybody else that they could have gotten for that price who could actually do something. And he wasn't even supposed to play last week, and he came and played and actually ended up doing really well with only being on the team for less than a week. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with him. I would love for him to be able to do something, because he's bounced around quite a bit mm-hmm. in the past, like, four or five oh, years, yes. right? Like he's been all Steelers, over. Titans, Cardinals. Yeah. Now Vikings. Um, but you're right. He has proved himself a lot. He's worthy of being on a team. Yes. Like, and being, like, a reliable player. Yes. Um, but they go back to that um, Justin Jefferson idea. Um, I do like the idea that he would try to go somewhere where he can be successful. Yeah. And, you know, the Vikings will be fine. They've got Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson. They still have players who are, I would hope, improve. Yeah. You know, especially Addison. Yeah, exactly. They got Addison, uh, Powell, and Mm -hmm. um, J.K. Osborne. J.K. Osborne actually is out with a concussion this week, which sucks. Didn't know that. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and Cam Akers is also out this week with another ACL injury. Um, They got him for super cheap, and you got a super cheap result. To be yeah. honest, yeah. so, um, but they also really like Alexander Madison over there. Um, they were a, they dropped Dalvin Cook, or yeah. they traded him. Trade dropped. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Um, let me look. Let me look. Yeah, I think they dropped him because of cap for cap space, right? So Dalvin Cook was released. He was released. Okay. Um, it's coming back to me because I remember when New England was kind of looking into that yeah. before they got Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, there's a lot of players there. I was looking at the Ravens' cap space coming into the season. Okay. And what's a good thing for them is when they signed Odell. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of incentives. There's a lot mm. to his contract. So if they were to keep him next year, yeah, he would be paid over or he'd have a cap hit of over $11 million. Okay. But they can void out. They can get out of that. Get rid of them. So get out of it. <laughs> get rid of them, dude. Like I, there's def- there's been a few players in the league this year that have been very much so like legacy ads, which I was really surprised about. Like, yep. Like I would like you know obviously like Odell wanted to be back in the league for a really long t- long time. Um, who just signed Julio Jones? Oh, uh, the Eagles. The Eagles did. Yep. yep. That was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> kind of bizarre because they got a good squad already. I was super surprised by that, but you know like, I like. Oh, um, who who is the, who's the uh, wide receiver too? Like he for who? Uh, the Eagles. 
Uh, Devontae Smith. He has been having a good year, though. No. He hasn't. So I wonder if that's maybe like an incentive to push it up. Um, yeah, to kind of push him a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like, we got an experienced guy yeah. who will take your spot. Yeah, oh, I'm trying to think. Who did the Saints just sign that was such a legacy? He's a tight end. Oh, Jimmy Graham? Jimmy Graham. <laughs> yeah, he was randomly on the so team. So random. Like, <laughs> Why? <laughs> I literally saw that. Like, the Saints signed Jimmy Graham to a one-year deal, and I was just like, why? I remember him being targeted in the game that New England had. A, like, And I was like, wait, yeah. he's still here? Yeah. Right? He scored a touchdown. And then I yeah. haven't heard of him since. They have four really good tight ends. Taysom Hill, which is just <laughs> an enigma in and of itself yeah. that we don't have time to get into. Um, him. Um, oh, who do they just pick up from the um, – Foster Mayhew from yep. the Raiders. And Juwan Johnson. Four. <laughs> four. Four. Name a team that has that much tight end depth. Yeah, seriously. I, no, yeah. like four. Very few have no four tight reasons. ends. Like I understand, like like Taysom Hill. You don't need another one, but he's also like a running back, a wide receiver, and <laughs> like just crazy. Did you see the stat that just came out about him? Uh, no. The first guy in like a hundred years in football, like something f-ing crazy, where ten um, receiving touchdowns, ten rushing touchdowns, ten. Throwing touchdowns. Mm. Like, crazy. Yeah. Like, wild. I totally expect that out of a guy like him. Yeah, and just nobody does that anymore. Yeah. Nobody does that anymore. There's No football player is that versatile anymore. Right. Because they push specialization. Right. I was just about to say, like, everyone's so specialized. They yeah. have their thing, and they're going to be put in the, uh, you know, the coaches are going to try to put them in the best situation yeah. possible for their team. There's guys who are going to be – I see this a lot of tight ends. Yeah. There's going to be guys who are great in the pass game. Mm-hmm. And then there's guys who are great in the run game. Yeah. Those guys who can kind of do both, I think about Rob Gronkowski. I think about Tony Gonzalez. They don't exist as much. No, um, definitely not. Coming from a Patriots perspective, even though we've used Hunter Henry and Mike Gusecki a lot, yeah. we've used our third tight end, um, Pharaoh Brown, a lot. Okay. Who's really a run guy. Yeah. But... When we put him in play action, he's been getting the ball a little bit. He's the third tight end. Yeah. Um, so I think teams are really starting to use that specialization. You see it with Miami. Yeah. Um, that, you know, they're a speed team. They and are. And they have guys who are going to fit that role specifically. Yeah. You know, they aren't the type of team that's going to, you know, go straight down the middle, right through the hole, and try to pound their way out for the game. No, not at all. So. No, they, Tua relies on those big plays, and he gets them a lot, and then when they hit a harder defense, they struggle. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the, the MO for them. But uh, HN should be coming off of IR either this week or next week. Yes. And he, yeah. what I don't think anybody expected. He's a track him. runner. Yeah, insanely fast. Mm-hmm. Like, the only person faster, I think Tyreek beat him. Yeah, but, like, of course. Of course, because he's a crazy <laughs> athlete. I, th- I think Tyreek Hill has come up almost every single time this podcast has ran. How can you not bring him up, though, when you're talking about football? Because he's just speed. He's so he's good. He's always in highlights. Yeah, he's always in highlights. That backflip video that he did, <laughs> yep. so ridiculous. So so good, though. Like, he, he is so quick. He is so fast. And him and Tua have a great relationship. Yeah. So, like, and you can't really say anything else about it. Like, the Dolphins look great, but Tua's Tua. Yeah. I'm happy that he's alive. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um, to reel it back into your hot take. Yeah. Um, no, I like it. And if 
the Ravens decide to kind of free up that cap space, one big one would be getting rid of Odell, yeah. which I don't see a reason why they sh- shouldn't. Yeah, I feel like they should get rid of him. He's one touchdown? Maybe. I think so. <laughs> he's one t- I'm pretty sure he has one touchdown for the year, and it was thrown by their backup la- yeah, in the last game. Yeah. Like, like, I feel like you're like pitying the old man. You're like, in throwaway <laughs> time, oh, my God, Odell got a touchdown. Right. The, la- the, last, uh, the last time he got a touchdown was when he was on the Rams. I remember seeing the, sta- the stat. Yeah. Like, that was his first one. Yeah. And he just, he just, it's not doing it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the thing is, is, like, like, oh, the reason why I also picked the Ravens was if Justin Jefferson decides to leave, he needs to be able to be with a quarterback that's solid. And like yeah. arguably, the the teams in the NFL right now that don't have solid wide receiving cores generally don't have good quarterbacks right now. Right. So like, the, and there's very few that have a good quarterback and no yeah. receiving core. Like. And I feel like the Ravens could be a really good fit for him. Yeah. It, it's a really devoted franchise. Oh, yeah. Um, their fans love them. And I know that he feels love with the Vikings, but he also, he, he's given them everything. Yeah. He's put everything on the line, and now he has his first injury. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely going to put things in, in context for him. Oh, he's, like, yeah. is, he's like, is this where I want to be? I've been putting myself on the line. I'm arguably the best, one of the best receivers between Tyreek and whoever else right now. And why would I do it for a team that is looks so good but can't win? And the Ravens have one of the best defenses in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And they have pr- pr- pretty much everything that he could ask for right now. Yeah. Like... I just I can't see him anywhere else, besides like there's there's obviously other choices, but like I really think that he would re- want to go somewhere that's solid. Yeah. So, but then again, my hot take might be wrong. Maybe him and Joshua Dobbs will hit it off, <laughs> and they'll be good to go. Yeah. No, I like it because, you know, for the Ravens' sake, they could become a really big superpower in the league. And I felt like from the beginning of the season that. There was kind of a power shift. Like, it started, you know, the Eagles started out a little wobbly. Now they're back. Yeah. They're back. San Francisco's back. Mm -hmm. Um, Buffalo's looking a little wobbly. Cincinnati started wobbly. Yeah. Um, So you're looking at Cincinnati's back, though. They are back. They are back. Like, no argument about it. And with Buffalo, they've been on borrowed time, in my opinion, especially when they started protecting um, Josh Allen more. They're like, they didn't want him to run as much. And he's not a big, like, he's not a, he needs to rush. Like, he needs it. Yeah. And that's the type of, he's so big. He's such a big dude. Compare him to, like, Kyler Murray. <laughs> Kyler Murray, you can barely see over the pocket. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah. But I understand that power shift was huge this year. But. Yeah. You see the Lions coming into the picture. That's, you know, one team. You yeah. think about. But the Ravens are definitely there, too. Um. Yeah, that would make them such a like versatile team. Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson. You're worrying about Lamar Jackson as a runner, anyways. Exactly. You know, he's. Yeah, I would probably say that like most threatening quarterback as a runner in the league. Definitely, definitely. Um, if you added Justin Je- Justin Jefferson to it, oh my gosh, people would be people would be scared. They're like, we don't what even do, know what, what do they're going to do? do. Are they going to throw short? To Mark Andrews? Are they going to throw <laughs> right. deep to Justin Jefferson? Is he going to run? Is he going to hand it off to somebody else? And I didn't even mention Zay Flowers' name. 
Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> and it's already, like, scary. Yeah, well, because you think about it, like, put him in the, like, the slot, have him run those, like, shorter plays, and have them go all the way around. Like, I think of the Saints, you know, and to give this acronym, I feel like the Saints have some really good receivers at various different levels with Michael Thomas, Alave, and Rashid. Like, they have those uh, wide receivers at those three different levels, and with Justin Jefferson, he can do it all. They can put him in any position, he can do all of those. Yeah. So... Um, I think that it would just balance it out, and it's a big enough name for quarterback for him to leave for, and I think that mm, means a lot that's for That's a good him. point. It's a really good point. Um, one last question. Yeah. For, the, for your hot take. Okay. Because Justin Jefferson would have to be traded, yep. what do you think? What are you thinking maybe? Wait, isn't he at the end of his contract this year? No. No, I thought he didn't resign before the year was over. I thought he was. He's got one more year. Really? Yep. Because uh, it was interesting. Because I, I remember hearing, oh, contract extensions. Yep. That's what I remember yep. hearing. I didn't realize. I thought he was done at the end of this year. Yeah. Oh, he's got another year left. <laughs> oh, okay. He's got another year. My hot take is less hot then. <laughs> so. Interesting. Yeah, what do you got? If he was traded. Okay. Because that could happen. That could happen. If you get enough value. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. That changes the game completely because then I was I thought that his that he was done at the end of the year, but if that's not the case, then that completely changes then where he would go because realistically what are the, what are the the Vikings in the market right for right now? Uh they need well, uh, potentially quarterback. Potentially so, or they basically maybe Maybe like draft picks. Like I don't really know what, but yeah. I th- so then no, they're not getting rid of him. Then hot take. I take my hot take back. If oh, this then yeah. Well, revoked. Well, because the thing is, then is like <sighs> this is what I get for not doing my research beforehand. But so <laughs> realistically, then he is a year. Say they keep Dobbs. I just can't. I just. I think it makes me think of the Russell Wilson trade mm-hmm. and how much both team like how much they traded for him was yeah. wild and they got nothing and the thing is, is i can't see them trading jefferson because they don't need a lot like they need a quarterback but like like they have joshua they just got another one so like mm-hmm. who, what team would be willing enough to trade like that much and i just can't think of a team that would want to do that and, like, can you think of any? Do you have anything that pops into your mind of teams that would be willing to move that much around? Right. Um, well, the Bears have two picks coming up really early. They do. Because they're not doing well. And the are Panthers. Two are and three, right? I think the, for this round. Why I don't know why that's popping into my head. Two and th- Oh, for draft order you're yes. talking about. Uh, yeah, they, got, they have two and three. So, mm, that, and they have some pieces to move around because yeah. what they're, I, it's not working. Right. It, it, like, it, like, they got DJ Moore. He looked amazing, but then Justin Fields got hurt. And yeah. then now they look, like, weird. I, they, ever, just watching Justin Fields, like, last season, like, it was so, such so so disconnected mm-hmm. and i i don't know if that's his place so i think that like that could be a lucrative 
idea. Yeah. No, it's something to think about because if you're thinking about Justin Jefferson leaving this this coming off season, yeah, yeah, the Bears are in the running. Yeah. Um, but I could totally see your hot take taking place the following season. Yeah. You know, it, it may depend on that QB situation, but yeah. Um, you know he. You know, I think the number I had up was somewhere around 19 million. Okay. I could see Justin Jefferson <laughs> making more than that. For sure. And For someone sure. will pay him that. They will. And the thing is, is like, it, with that in mind, I honestly think that it matters if they don't win. If they if they don't win another season with him, then then he's then he's going to leave. Yeah. Like that's my opinion. Because the thing is, is like, like he doesn't want to be like Devontae no like like Devante, he stuck it out for so long mm-hmm. and then like even when they the packers looked as good as they did they just couldn't pull it together and now look where he is he has barely been targeted he's in vegas they look awful yeah. like they're they're only using josh jacobs and they only just started using him and yep. the thing is is like he played the game and he kind of played it wrong and he stayed in green bay in my opinion for too long yeah so uh, maybe he'll try and get out of there and get to somewhere that's more of like a sure thing but a lot of those sure thing teams there's very few teams in my opinion that are only missing that missing piece and i still stand by that the ravens have a lot of those pieces yeah and i think that like like when it comes to it, like having the full package, they, I feel like they can provide that. And there's not many other teams that I think could do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, like the Patriots to bring them up. Like, mm-hmm. th- I could never picture them. Like they they are a well-rounded team that are building themselves up, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And but and they need a wide receiver. However, I just I can't see him going there right now with their quarterback situation, and that's the issue. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you know, you've, I I I agree with the well-rounded part because, you know, not to get into it too much, but with New England, it's like they've got solid players. They do. They're like great, either number twos or like, they fit well. Yeah. They play well. Yeah but they don't have those guys who are going to make that difference in the game that's going to, you know, take away a, that those 7 points. That's exactly. Just at what least it is. one, yeah. you know, cuz um I've definitely talked before where even if, you know, you get one turnover, that turnover could take 7 points off the board for one team and give the other point other team 7 points for them. Yeah. And the momentum swings. Yeah. So it's like if you have you know, those defensive type guys or offensive, if we're talking about offense too. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're seeing, you know, within New England is that they just don't have those star guys and two of them on the defense are injured. So like it's, you know, that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. New England is in a tough spot and I think that there's going to be quite a few changes soon. Yep. So I agreed. (laughs) <laughs> cool hey well thank you for your hot take Absolutely. and for pivoting too yeah it, it was a great pivot we went like down several rabbit holes yeah yeah so maybe the bears this year yeah maybe but if not let's think about the ravens yeah good points cool so at this point you guessed it 
it's game time, and uh, this time around, it's my turn to pick the game, and it's it's a good thing because Nate's a little bit on sabbatical, <laughs> not really, but he's not here. Um, last week he tested me just a little bit. He, did he? he? What was it? Uh, he did some trivia about the Patriots as as a team, mm. um, and when I haven't prepared for that, <laughs> it's it's a little bit harder. Yeah. I did okay, though. I was doing all right. I didn't really fluke up at all. That's good. So, um, and the game that I have set up for you, Hunter, okay. is uh, called Most Likely To. Okay. So I'm going to give you um, some different players to think about. You know, you'll think about the players. I won't give you options. Okay. And then it'll be Most Likely To and blank. Okay. You know, there'll be something to think about, some questions. There's seven, seven of them? Yep, there are seven. There are seven questions I'm going to give you. Um, I'll think about it, too. And for those listening, play along. Let's have a little fun. Um, but my first likely two is which NFL player is most likely to own their own farm? Yeah, Brock Purdy. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he, uh, ESPN just posted a video of him like mowing <laughs> a field. Mowing like, a field. Yeah, on like, the bye while all yeah. the other NFC West teams are losing. Yeah, exactly. He was just <laughs> like, he was like, ah, I'm just gonna go out and tend to the crops. I think, I think the caption was, "What a beautiful morning." <laughs> That's great. So on par for him. Yeah, should have a little Beatles playing in the back. Here comes the sun. Yeah, good, good job. I like that a lot. Uh, which NFL player is most likely to text on my way when they are still getting ready? Yeah, uh, Rob Gronkowski comes to my mind. Um, just some of the stories that I've heard over the years of him just doing some of the most heinous things before games and still pulling out <laughs> some ridiculous things. Yeah. Yeah, so I think of, like, I think about when, like, he had a meeting when he wasn't yet on the Patriots and he was, like, asleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, before them, like, like where they're going to have the meeting. Like, yeah. He fell asleep. Um, when he was going to get uh, traded to the Detroit Lions. And for those who don't know that, spoiler alert, he almost got traded to the Lions <laughs> and was like, no, I'm retired. I'm retired, man. <laughs> and got out of the trade. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has just, like, broken every athletic rule, <laughs> every game rule, then, every Then to the Super Bowl rule. trophy, no big deal. Yeah, no, like, literally is just, like, the, like, golden boy that they have just let do whatever that he wants and he just smiles and they mm-hmm. let him do it yeah as he should that's a, hey that's a good marketing tool denting a super bowl so everyone goes to see the super bowl trophy it's fair that's it's really fair because now everyone wants to see it yeah the one super dented super bowl trophy yeah yeah that's not a small dent it's a big dent <laughs> but uh third which nfl player would most likely finish a pint of ice cream in one sitting yeah, uh, Jason Kelsey. Um, I just, like, he is a big <laughs> dude, and my favorite thing is I love seeing, you know, like, all the NFL players, they get dressed up before they go to their games, and if you ever see Jason Kelsey before a game, he looks like a dad. He yeah. Like, through and through. With his jeans. Jeans, and, like, like sandals. Yeah, like, just, he looks like such a dad, and I could see him just being like, I don't give a flying flip. I'm going to sit down and eat all this ice cream. Yeah. Like, no cares, his kids sitting with him <laughs> and just going ham. Yeah. I think do you think Travis let's say he, Travis Kelsey's there. Yeah. Do you think they'd like fight over it or do you think they'd be civil about it? I feel like he might be like, I feel like Jason, I want I want a bite and he's yeah. like, "No. 
Yeah, I think the mom, they, their mom would intervene. Cause yeah, because like, she's gotten famous recently. She, they, she's been getting yeah. the spotlight too, and I feel like she'd intervene and bring him his own pint. You know? Yeah, you know, the youngest child being like, "Here you go, here you go, take this." Here's a nice pint. Yes. Or you think that it could she take it away, even though they're adults, like and fully are capable. <laughs> I can see. So you're taking away the pint of ice cream that Jason bought with his own money. Yeah, and yeah. being like, "I'm having this." <laughs> it's fair it's fair yeah no i could totally see that too yeah yeah either way just like going for it and just watching the chaos unfold yeah nice all right we got jason kelsey um fourth which nfl player would most likely buy more underwear instead of doing laundry oh man um so many names but one of the craziest guys in the nfl um Antonio Brown. I just like <laughs> that man can't get anything straight. So yeah. I could just see him just like being dazed and confused like he usually is and yep. just being like, I need more. <laughs> I, this is, Let's I go need, to Walmart. Let's go to Walmart and get some more. Like, why do I need to wash and things? We'll probably buy out the entire store. Oh, yeah. And then like start throwing stuff all around. Remember the, with the uh, hotel room, start throwing things out the window? Yep. <laughs> yeah where all his laundry went. He's like, oh, where did all my underwear go? Oh, it's across the street. Get, let's get some more. <laughs> that's so sad. That's yeah. so sad that that happened. Like, that, yeah. that's his brain's progressing that way. I know. I know. It, no, it's, it's so incredibly sad. And to be fair, like, I don't... It, it's a tricky question because, you know, mental health in the NFL is a really big topic. And we've yeah. seen a lot of players go a lot of different ways. And he's a case that I would be interesting. I don't know much about it, but I'd be interesting to know if this was an issue before he got into the NFL. Yeah. Because I've known that he's been a little cuckoo the entire the time entire he's been time. in the NFL. He's been a big personality, and I feel like the NFL has shifted away from accepting those big personalities after yeah. a lot of backlash. But I definitely think that the head injuries have gotten have made it presently yeah. worse. And I think that it would be very interesting. But. I think that definitely when it comes to underwear, he would totally <laughs> buy more. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, changing it up a little bit. Okay. We're going to start heading a little bit differently for these last three. Which defensive player would most likely become the next James Bond? Marshawn Lattimore. I love that man. He's on your favorite team. Yeah. He's, well, yeah, obviously. He's <laughs> Saints, but, like, he is a playmaker. He is just so good. Yeah, he's just so good. There's not many like him, and he's been he consistent for a really long time. Exactly, and you know James Bond needs to be consistent. He needs to be able mm -hmm. to move. He needs to be able to make those plays that you don't think anybody else can plays. And you know when he's on man coverage, he usually gets it, and he's not afraid to fight. You remember mm. uh, what happened with Mike Evans last oh, year? Oh, surely do. Oh, sure. They are surely. not friendly. They are foes. They are foes, and he already has mortal enemies. So I think on the James Bond account, That's he looks point. pretty good. That's a really good point. Yeah. Because I would have been like, it's your favorite team. Come on. Yeah. But good I th point. I think it's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah back it up. Um, which QB wide receiver pair would be most likely to get married? <laughs> um, based on the chemistry alone, Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go with Tua. And Harry oh. Kill. Oh. Because, you know, like, they don't even need to look at each other to make connections. 
you know? It just, it just, it, there's an unconscious thing between the two of them. And when he throws the ball and he knows exactly where he's going to be, you know, a partnership like that doesn't come very often. Yeah. Yeah. But do you, do you think, like, kind of push on your idea a little okay. bit? Okay. Hit me. Do you think, you know, this marriage yeah. would potentially be a little bit more on Tyreek? Because I feel like Tua could just drop it far, like a real good deep mm. ball, and Tyreek will go get it. I think I, I think that's very fair, but also Tyreek's a really big personality for Tua to deal with. <laughs> so I think it balances out in their own way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Also, no, to be fair, to be fair, okay. there's a really famous like throw that happened this year, and... <laughs> Tyreek and Tua go off the, to the side of the field, and Tyreek is talking to somebody, and he's like, I did not run the right route, and I just started Whoa. running. Yeah, and, and Tua got it to him, and he was like, I ran the exact wrong direction. I forgot what I was doing, and he just made some crazy catch wow. at the beginning this year. So I, I would push it. I think that, that no, there's a connection. I, that, that's fair. Yeah. And, like, what guy have, it, have do it than – like Tyreek, yeah, because he like yeah. speed's gonna help a lot. Yeah, and just like Tua has a crazy arm, he has the m- most like th- like yards per throw. I think yeah. out of anybody, I think CJ Stroud actually just came second. He just knocked out whoever was before, yeah. but um, he throws for the most yards in the NFL for mm-hmm. sure. And see, they're a perfect, they're a perfect pair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now the other the other um combo I think about in terms of the married bit. Okay. Um. Is right in the same division, um, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Yep. But I feel like they always have a little turmoil <laughs> in their <laughs> relationship. Yeah. <laughs> they get a little upset. They do. They do. Also, Josh Allen has that entire offense on him. Yeah. Like, they, it, it does. Like, when he throws an interception, it, they fall apart. Yeah. Like, they, they are a codependent marriage, and it can mm. be a little tense at sometimes because – the thing is, is, like, we all need outlets in a good relationship. Okay. And, yeah. <laughs> and and Josh Allen doesn't really have anybody else. Yeah. Like, Gibbs is, you know, like, their running game is not that great. Um, they just signed Leonard Fournette to the practice squad. Yeah, that's something. Which is kind of He's got some big hamstrings. I saw that. Yeah, did you see that picture? <laughs> yeah. Huge. <laughs> Bigger than his head. Yeah. Bigger than anybody's Anybody head. Anybody hamstring or head. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, We'll see what happens there, but yeah, the, definitely another combo. But definitely, uh, definitely, I don't know if that's going to be a sound, sound marriage after a while. Yeah. So some, some, a big personality with, um, why am I blanking? The wide receiver, Stephon Diggs. Yeah, big personality with Stephon Diggs and. Um, Josh Allen, he just beats himself up all the time. He looks sad, like yeah, like oh, pretty often. It's a similar Mac Jones beat up feeling. Yup. But yep. like Josh, but Allen's, like Josh Allen's ten times better than Jack Jones. So. Right. As w- as much as I'd like to say no to that, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's yeah. it's that similar um, feeling yeah. that he's having. You know, the attitude about things yeah. is very similar. But of course, his talent and skill level is so much higher. Yeah, and he's like no offense to Mac Jones, but he's bigger. He's bigger. Yeah. He can move. He made a name for himself being a Russian quarterback. And they're trying to flip the, the game script on him this year. And, like, basically, like, I, I remember watching Josh Allen last year, and he kind of got to, like, a similar point in the season where, like, it sh- stuff wasn't going well, and he just started ru- angrily running the ball, and like, 
for like three straight games and went crazy and he got them to where they needed to be. But the thing is, they don't want to lose their franchise quarterback. Yeah. They don't want to get hurt. So it's tough. It's yeah, tough. Absolutely. I think this is a good transition, though, for okay. the last question. Yeah. Um, same thing. Which Q- QB wide receiver pair would you most likely get a divorce? Get a divorce. Uh, Geno Smith and DK Metcalf. <laughs> um, I don't know if anybody's seen the video, but um, DK Metcalf, I think it was two weeks ago, just pushing a random player to the ground after Geno didn't throw to him and he was wide open. Oh. I don't know what's going on with Geno Smith this year. I was really stoked. I think everybody was surprised last year with how well he did. Right. And then this year, he is just back to what everybody expected. Yeah. Um, I just super sad because Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf are a very, very good pair. Oh, absolutely. DK, D- DK is superhuman. The fact and that an a, athlete. a viral video went out of his um, like jump, how high he, he can jump, mm-hmm. and the NFL drug tested him after that. <laughs> of course. That's wild. Like That just shows some crazy athleticism, and Gino's just not getting the ball to him, and he's starting to get violent. So mm-hmm. I, I think that... Um, DK is gonna give yeah. him a quick divorce, and if they don't, if he doesn't start doing anything, I think the Seahawks are gonna give him a divorce. Oh so, no! Uh, but that's a whole oh, nother hot take. It totally <laughs> is. Yeah. No, I I like that you brought that up because I would have totally passed that by because the one that came to my mind was Jimmy Garoppolo and Devontae Adams. You know, because <sighs> clearly Adams is frustrated, but for sure. But yeah. <laughs> That might have stemmed from Josh McDaniels, yep. who just got fired. Yeah, I, I actually, I heard a, well, they were in a transition period, and like, you know, like, it's different, because they brought him on this year, and like, they didn't really necessarily have like, that rapport, you know, and I think he, I think Devontae Adams just wants a divorce from the Raiders in general, into that whole organization, but it looks like they're making changes right now, they just won this past game, of course they didn't use any of their wide receivers, Yeah. <laughs> Um, good for my fantasy football team, but not good, <laughs> not good for other people's. Yep. But yeah, no, that's all. I think that's also a really good example. But I, I do think that you have a point that has it has arguably more to do with the franchise than the pairing. Yeah. Plus, like he's he's benched now. Yeah, like he he's done as of right now. Right. So um, there's a lot the, going on down there. Uh, crazy. Maybe the divorce has already happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and like I heard a lot. Um, through different reports that like, peop- like people were lashing out at Josh um, McDaniels yep. in the organization, yeah, and that there was like an apology to players mm-hmm. uh, that you know they had to c- you know continue with this and deal with this. Yeah, um, I heard there was an open forum between yeah. him and the players, and the players went off. off. And are like it's fair, like yeah, like you have so much talent, and it we saw it in the beginning of the year. They spread the ball around. They were like Jacoby Myers had a great beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and Devontae Adams, you know, like had some good plays. They had to get the ball out quicker, so that's why they favored Myers over um, Adams. But like it looked good, and then uh, Garoppolo, I don't know what happened. It was kind of sad that they had so much talent yeah. around. Yeah. We couldn't really do anything with yep. it. You know, Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers. That's um, how I felt about the Saints the past, like, three seasons. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to go there yeah. either. <laughs> yeah. Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. All big names. Yeah. That's four big names yeah. that are skill positions. Yeah. And you can't do anything with that? 
I think they messed up when they traded Carr. Yeah. Like, I think they messed up because, like, he was a leader. He has been there for so long. That's a he's, good point. he's a franchise quarterback for so long. And, like, I he, he he's one of those types of quarterbacks that isn't really around anymore. I like, In my mind, I kind of call them the old guard. Like, it's like the, the Tom Brady, the, like, family. Well, Tom Brady's not a good example anymore. But, like, <laughs> the family man, like, um, that just, like, Peyton Manning, that's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> just, like, a good guy, good leader, good quarterback, like, has that whole, like, wholesome, not a big personality. Like, I feel like that's very rare with QBs now. Yeah. And, like, he was just there to do his job, and they got rid of him. Yeah. I I think what you've been alluding to with the quarterbacks is, like, you want that player who's going to be a, a, a great representation of the players yeah the coaches yeah the team as a whole and for the organization yeah and i think it's a little bit harder to come by that like you're saying like peyton peyton manning was a good example of that yeah and even Carr was because he'd been around for a long time i agree didn't act out of line wasn't a big personality no kind of did the job maybe not as well as we wanted to yeah, but I, like, arguably, I don't even think he did that bad. Like, give him a year to figure it out. Like, yeah. you completely like, you added two new wide receivers in. Like, you're figuring it out. Their line sucks. <laughs> like, like you know, he's doing the best that he can. Like, arguably, they didn't do that bad. But like, arguably, they're also winning without him. So I think that it, I think that it made sense. And then as a Saints fan, I think that it was a really good ad for the Saints. Um, obviously, I'd hope they would do more. But they are in the lead with the NFC South now, which yeah. makes me happy. Yeah. So I'll take that. That's really good. Well, thank you for playing along. Yeah, that was really you. good. Got a lot of good answers. Thank you. A lot thank of good you. things to think about. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to thank you for coming on, too. Absolutely. Because um, we're at the point where we have to say goodbye. So sad. We, I know. We have to say goodbye. Um, but stay tuned in. Um, Nate will be coming right back with us right after this. All right, so Nate's back. He's back. Yeah, we had to say goodbye to Hunter, but we're back um, with the preview for the upcoming game yes, against back, the Colts. Back. Sorry, I appreciate it. Yes, he's back, back again. Um, in terms of points that the defense allows for the Colts, they're very similar to the Commanders. Um, they usually allow twenty six point nine points per game. Um, so that's 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 something good to look at. Kind of in a like a re- retrospective idea, like or redemption. That's what I mean. Redemption idea. Like we were close against the Commanders. Can we give it a little bit more push as we go against the Colts? But I'm not gonna push put down the Colts. They do have some players that we're gonna have to watch out for. Um, Michael Pittman, Jonathan Taylor. It's not gonna be any you know small game. There's gonna be players out there who can compete and um but you could also see that in a positive too because i feel like against the commanders um they were sam howell was really able to get the ball out to multiple receivers and really spread the wealth where i'm not sure the colts are going to do that as much yeah i think i definitely think you're right that way the commander sam howell is known for kind of just spreading that ball out so that will be 
nice to know that <laughs> not every single person on that field will get a yard against us, but I, I honestly don't know what to expect. Yeah. I really don't. It's at the point where I hope we win. It would be nice to win one. Yeah. Like Kevin Malone said, it's <laughs> nice to win one. Yeah. But um, if we lose, it's it's not shocking. It's not right. shocking we're at get, this point. We're getting to the point where it's like we could lose any game. You pick one out. Yeah. It's, it could be a potential loss. And, you know, you really, you know, you know, start shaking your head because you're like, well, they beat the Bills. <laughs> and, and you're like, what? That doesn't make sense at all. Hmm. But, you know, it's an inconsistent team that we're dealing with in New England. And that's something we're going to have to deal with as fans. And it's a reality Yeah. now that as we've gotten into the season, we know we're not a great team. <laughs> we're we're a very poor team. <laughs> we're we're a bad team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know, we're gonna be expecting a high draft pick, you know, looking yeah, into April. But that's what I'm most scared about. I think we're bad where we could get the first, second, third pick. Mm-hmm. But knowing New England, we don't like to do that. Knowing Belichick, we're gonna pick one out against the Bills again or the Jets, not saying we're gonna win those games, but um or the Chiefs, like we're gonna do something stupid and win it, and then we're gonna go down <laughs> five picks in the draft too because we got an extra win, and that's yeah. that's just something. It's like I want to win, but I want to look at the future. When's the last time New England's traded up for a quarterback? No, no one knows. And if you know that answer, man, you're old. But um, I don't know that answer. <laughs> since, since I've done the draft, it's maybe never happened. Yeah, like um, who knows? But. It's it's gonna be interesting if we win. Good for us. It'd be yeah. nice to see Mac maybe throw some touchdowns or Ramondre. I I want to see Ramondre succeed because I want him around for a while. Same with Zeke. I love our running back core. Yeah. So I would love to see them do some damage and hopefully just take some things, jot them down for next year, but maybe lose by like a field goal just so we could get that draft pick. Yeah, and. Something that I'm concerned about for this coming week is I know J.C. Jackson didn't make the trip down into Germany. Yeah. And for um, – how should I put this nicely? For reasons um, that didn't go along with the team. So it was said that his uh, reliability as a player had shifted, and there's questions about that because he had missed curfew at the team hotel, um, previously being late to the hotel – um, he wasn't participating in Wednesday's practice for personal reasons, so he's not coming along. And he had kind of filled that role as the number one cornerbacks, and that that's no longer going to be there. Um, it's going to be on Jonathan Jones and Miles Bryant and whoever else is there <laughs> um, to cover. So it's another hit at defense, and I understand why he's not going because clearly it doesn't seem like you know he's not reliable. Yeah. You know, not willing to be 100% there. Um, but that doesn't help our chances anymore. So I have concern for the Colts game. Yeah. I, going on J.C. Jackson, like, whatever he's doing, like, get it out now. I don't care. Go party. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, come back next year. Yeah. Because he's so good. He's so good. And I would love to see him with Gonzalez. But yeah. it's just, like – you know Belichick, if you don't have your act together, you're not going to play, which is kind of scary because it sounds like we just signed him just to release him soon because mm-hmm. that's just the trend I see it going on. Right. 
Yeah, you wonder what's going to happen in the future. Is he going to pick it up or not? We have no idea because we're not in the room with him. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll call him later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can you can you send me his number to me? No, he asked me to keep it secret. Oh. That's a very really good privilege. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. He's not very reliable, though. No, no. Actually, I was the person that kept him late after curfew. It was my fault, oh, guys. Then we should blame you. Yeah. I just really wanted a Big Mac, and it was like, <laughs> like 2 a.m., so I called him up, and we, we met halfway from New, uh, Foxborough and Springfield, and we got oh, a Big Mac together uh, on the... I totally believe you. Yeah, I would, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, game coming up against the Indianapolis Colts is appearing... Uh, on Sunday, November 12th at 9.30 a.m. Get up early, folks. Yeah, great. Get it, of course, too. Like, sorry to cut you off at the end here, but, like, the trend we're on and I got to wake up early? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? On but, the weekend? <laughs> just keep going. I'll keep going. Uh, that's at 9.30 a.m. Um, it's technically a home game, but nope. We're in Munich, Germany. Germany time. We're in Europe. Not us. We're still, we're still in Springfield. Mm. But they're, they're in Germany. Um, watching this game is going to be a little bit different. So listen up. To watch on TV, either go to NFL Network um, or you can go to WCVB Channel 5. You can listen on 98.5, the Sports Hub. You could stream it, the game on NFL Plus or you can stream the game on NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube. So there aren't a whole lot of places this time uh, to watch the game, which makes sense because they're in Germany. Yeah. So, all right, Pats fans. Yeah, energy's not there. No, nope. for us. Mm-mm. But maybe, maybe we'll be surprised. Maybe, maybe. Let's hope so. Let's, yeah, let's go get a win. Why not? Yeah, Why might as well not? win internationally. Why not? Because then maybe the like people in Germany can think we're good still. <laughs> yeah, or convince an entire country. Or maybe that we're good. Maybe more. Like maybe. There's surrounding countries that only watch those games. Yeah, Belgium. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's convince Belgium too. So maybe they just think we're still good. Yeah. They might even mix up like Brady and Mac. They might be like, "Yo, he changed his number." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think they'll definitely they'll definitely think that yeah. for sure. Alrighty, it's time for us to wrap it up and get moving towards this game. Go have some fun out there. Go Pats. Go Celtics. Oh, sorry, Patriots. Let's go.